Good morning. We begin by thanking our sponsors, the Talmud Torah sponsor for the month, Yankin and Lisa Statman, and Yitzi and Rebecca Statman, in commemoration of the first yard site of Menuch Shendel Yehudis Bas David Yosef and Shama Shehavn Aliyah, and the family in Achama. As well, Shmuel Raman Kravkin, in commemoration of the 25th yard site of Robin's mother, Melanie Solomon, Allah Shalom, Pastor Miriam, Bas Chaim, and Shama Shehavn Aliyah, and the family a continuing Nechama. The week of learning is sponsored by Zevi and Shoshi Daniel. Lila Nishmas Rafal Yaakov Ben Avram and Jeff and Debbie Schwartz in commemoration of the fifth yard site of Debbie's mother, Shulamit Bas Shmuel. The Neshamas should have an Aliyah and the family should have an Echama. And we begin. Today's daf is daf Yud Gimel in Meseches Nadarim. We are going to go back a little bit. Because my understanding is that the Rav ended in the middle of a Gemara on the top of Yudgimel and Aleph. So just to get some context for what we're discussing, I'm going to go back to Daf Yudbez Amudbez, about five lines up from the bottom. The Gemara is discussing this concept of when a person is using Hatfasa. Hatfasa is the type of neder where a person makes something usher by association. In other words, a person points to something which is Aser, and we're going to see it has to be Aser because of a neder, and because of that thing being Aser, he wants to associate something which is mutter and use the concept of neder to forbid himself from benefiting from that other thing. So we have all different types of examples of how a person can use the association of one item to the next to be able to create an Iser. Now the discussion we're having over here is, if you have an item which goes on and off. In other words, sometimes it's going to be Aser, other times it's going to be Mutter. So we have its Iker and its Hetera. When a person uses Hatfasa, a person uses this concept of association, he associates the Dover HaMutter with this Dover HaAser, but the Dover HaAser, the forbidden item, has periods of time when it's Mutter, when it's permissible, and periods of time when it is permissible when it is Aser, so it goes back and forth. Do we go after the Iker, or do we go after the Hetera? So the Gemara says, Lema let us suggest that this is the Machlekes Tanayim. What's the example? Harei like Kibachar, the person says that a, person, a piece of meat should be upon me like a Bechar. Rabbi Yaakov, oh sir, Rabbi Yaakov says the person may not eat the piece of meat. Rabbi Yehuda Mat, Rabbi Yehuda says it's going to be permissible. The Gemara asks, Hechidami, what is the case that we're talking about? If we're going to say this is talking about before the Zrikas Damim, if it's before Zrikas Damim, that's a classic example of a Bechar, which is Aser. So therefore, what would be the reason why anybody would be Matirit? If we're talking about a Bechar, which is already after Zrikas Damim, so it's permissible to be eaten, what is going to be the reason for Rabbi Yaakov, who says that his neder works and it's forbidden from to eat the meat. Gemara says, Elolav, it must be demachis basar bachar, umachis basar deheich. He has both pieces of meat over there. Machis basar deheich kapei. He has the other piece of meat there. He wasn't clear. He just said this should be like that. And this and our machlokis over here is exactly what we're talking about. And we have machlokis tanayim. Do we go after the Iker, 
that this is the Bihar, and the Bihar is something which is Asr, or do we not go after the Ikar, but we can go after the actual the period of time which is Mutter, which would be Lachar Damim, and therefore it would be permissible for him to eat the meat, and his nether would not work. Ingmar says, Light, that's not true. This Machlokas has nothing to do with the Karo Kamatvis or Beatero Kamatvis. This has nothing to do with whether we associate his words with the Iker, with the, primer, the, the primary source of the carbon, which is that it is a Bukhar. It has nothing to do with whether we go after the period of, of Heter, the permissible period of time, which is after Zrikas Damim. Rather, the Kuli Alma. We're talking about and it's Asr. Why do we have an opinion over here in the Gemara, which is Rabbi Yehuda? It happens to be this another gear, so if you look at the side, the previous Amud, that it might not be Rabbi Yehuda, it could be Rabbi Yossi, but either way, it's Rabbi Yehuda or Rabbi Yossi. One of them says that, it's, that the nether doesn't work. He explains, Amar Kra ki yidar ad shiyador bedavar hanador. Since we are talking about vows over here, a person making a nether, when a person associates a davor hamotar, which is a slab of meat, a piece of meat, which is permissible to be eaten, he wants to make that piece of meat asr by association, he needs to use something which is going to be forbidden by way of a nether. A normal carbon could become asr by way of a nether. Because a person looks at an animal, which is a permissible animal, and he says, my piece of meat should be like this carbon. That carbon is asr because he verbalized that he wants to be maktis, that animal. But a bachar is not something which is asr because of the fact that it, it the, because of a neder, it's because it's asr, it's born that way, it's born a bachar. So therefore, that's why we have the opinion over here of Rabbi Yossi, or Rabbi Huda, whoever it is in the Gemara, who says it's not a valid nether. And the reason for that is because a Bukhar is something which is not a Dover Hanador. It's not going to be prohibited because of any vow that was made. It's Asr because naturally it's born that way. It's a Dover Ha'asr. Umanda Asr. How about the one who says that it's going to be a valid nether, Rabbi Yaakov? Amar Kral Hashem. Gemara says, Amar... The Pasuk says, Ish kiyidar neder lashem, a person who will take upon himself a neder lashem. So, Larabos, the extra word lashem, Larabos davar ha'asr. He says this is an exception. Lashem says that a bachar or a davar ha'asr can be used in the context of hatfasa, of association for a neder, and therefore it would work. The Gemara says, Mandashari, Lashami Bayole. If we're ultimately debating how to learn the Pasuk in the Torah, so we're no longer using Svar over here. We're coming from the Psukim. Now we're stuck. We have to try to help everybody fit their own logic into the Pasuk. So now we have to be able to come back to the Mandamar, to the one who says that ultimately the Nether is not going to work. Sir, the Pasuk says, Lashem. If it says Lashem, how do you get out of that? So my Ovidlay, Gemara says, mm-hmm. He uses Lashem to include a case where a person did Hatfasa with a Chatos and an Asham. So the Gemara says, hold on. For what reason do you feel that you should choose one over the other? What makes you feel more strongly about including Chatos for Asham over? A bichar. 
In other words, what, what tells you? Another, very good. You found something else to associate Lashem for. But why? The Gemara says, He would rather use Chatos for Asham. Why? Because the way that the Chatos and Asham become a Chatos and Asham is by going to the animal and choosing it. I'm going to exclude Bechar because Bechar is born that way. Now this is actually clear in the Ran, the Pirish HaRosh on the side says, the Tosra says this, that even though Chatos and Asham is not something that a person brings just because they woke up one day and said, you know what, I want to make a neder and bring a chatas. person brings a chatas or an asham because they did something wrong. So they have a chiv to bring the chatas for asham. However, the specific animal that you're choosing to bring as your chatas and asham, both karbanos, sacrifices that are brought, when a person sins, the, actual, the specific animal that you're bringing as your sacrifice is an animal that you choose. Whereas a bachar is not an animal you choose. A bachar is born as a bachar. You can't choose which animal you want to make into a bachar. Uman the Atsar, the one who says that the neder actually works, his, his logic is that a bachar, you could also actually be matfis at neder. What does he mean by that? The Tanya for it says in the Braisa, Mishum Rebi Amru How do we know that if a person has a Bechar animal born within his house, there's a mitzvah for him to actually go to the Bechar and to be maktish it. For it says in the Pasuk, Hazachar Taktish. The Pasuk adds in an extra word of Taktish. So in other words, even though, the Gemara is going to say this very clearly, it, we don't need him. We don't need this person to be maktish the Bechar. The Bechar is born as a firstborn child, the first, a firstborn animal. Its nature is that it's a Bechar, and the fact that it's a Bechar, that it's born first, already makes a Kadosh. However, we still have that there's a concept of neder for a Bechar. Why? Because there's a mitzvah, there's a special mitzvah to go to your Bechar and to add Kedusha, to point to the Kedusha of it, and therefore there still is ultimately some element of neder involved in Bechar. The Gemara says, Umanda Shari, the one who says it's not a valid, valid term to use for atfasa, for association of a neder, because kilo maktish lay milo maktish. In other words, it's very nice that a person could have like a hosafas kedusha over here. A person could add some kedusha to something which is already kadosh. He could already add, he could add some form of sanctity to this Bechar. However, the one who says that this is not a valid neder, says, at the end of the day, if you don't add the, add the Kedusha to it, it still works. So ultimately what we have over here is, we have a, we have a machlokas, whether when a person uses hatfasa, a person associates itavar ha-mutter, something which is permissible, with a davar ha-asur, and that davar ha-asur has periods of time when it's mutter and periods of time when it's asur, for example, a Bechar, before Zrika, it's Asr, Zrika, meaning spraying its blood on the Nizbeach. Before that period of time, it's going to be Asr. After the Zrika Stanim, after spraying its blood on the Nizbeach, becomes permissible. We don't have a clear answer in the Gemara whether we go Basar Ikaro or Basar, or, or do we go after the Heter. Do we go after the Ikar, that a Bechar is something which is Asr, or do we go after the period of time when, when it's Mutter? And therefore, that leaves us with Machlokas Harishonim. 
you look at the Ran, on the left side of your page, the last wide line before it starts getting narrow, he, he writes, When it comes to Halacha, Kosov Haramban, Hilchosov Dinehi, Bayin Hachalo Ishita, even though our Gemara didn't answer it over here, nevertheless, Ibi Karo Kamatvis, Kamatvis, is he going after the primary name of this carbon, which is Isser, or do we go after the period of time when it is Mutter, Naktinan, Kamatvis? He quotes the Ramban, and he, he quotes other places where it seems clear we go after the Heter. Not all Rishonim agree with this. So again, the Gemara leaves us without an answer to the question, but ultimately, the Rishonim deal with it. Okay, the Gemara continues. If you go back to the Mishnah, the Mishnah said, and gave a number of examples, the Mishnah Daf Yudam Ebeis said, Ke'imra, Ke'dirim, Ke'etzim, Ke'ishim, Ke'mizbeach, Ke'hechel, Ke'yushalayim. person uses all these different terms. The Gemara is now going to analyze that. Ke'imra, Ke'dirim. Tanah, we learned in Ebraisa. Imra, Le'imra, Ke'imra. Three different terms to describe the sheep. Dirim, Ledirim, Kedirim. Again, these are the corrals, the pens, where you would keep the animals which are designated for carbonos. Eitzim, Laitzim, Kaitzim. This refers to the, to, the, to the wood that's used on the Mizbeach. So again, any one of these terms to describe that his piece of meat that he's talking about should be like any one of these. Ishim, Leishim, Kishim. Like the fire of the Mizbeach. Mizbeach, la Mizbeach, Kimizbeach, Hechal, la Hechal, ka Hechal, Yerushalayim, la Yerushalayim, ki Yerushalayim. In other words, in any one of these expressions over here that a person uses, the Brisa says, Kulon, in any one of these cases, if he says, Sha'echalach, in other words, that which I am eating should be like any one of these previous examples, and he expresses it in any of the above mentioned fashions, Halacha is, his nether works. And the meat that he's talking about becomes Asr. If he says, to what I am not eating, mutter. Then it's mutter. In other words, that's like, what he means is, what I am not eating will be like that. In other words, there's an inference over here. In such a case, the Bryce says, it's not going to work. So man, shaminan lay, doloshani lay, imra le imra ke imra. Who's the one who does not make a difference between any of these expressions of whether he said Imra, the sheep, which is the carbon tamid, li Imra, to the Imra, Kimra, like the Imra. Who's the one who, do, who, who ultimately does not differ between any of these terms? Rabbi Meir. He, the Gemara says it is Rabbi Meir. Now the problem is that we don't have this Rabbi Meir anywhere. So if you look in the Pirush Harash, I believe it's in the Mefarish also in Rashi, that Rameir doesn't really say this. We just assume, if you look at the Deloshani Le Imra Rabbi Meir, the Mistama Bar Plukta Rabbi Yehuda the Masnisan Hu Rabbi Meir. The Pirish Rush on the side says, even though we don't have any explicit place where Rameir says that he does not differ between any of these terms, Rabbi Yehuda does make a difference. Yehuda in the Mishnah does say that there's a difference between the way that you express it. So we're assuming that the one who differs is going to be Rabbi Meir because Rabbi Meir is a normal, normal bar, bar plukta, a normal one to disagree with Rabbi Huda. 
Now, the problem with that is, if it's Rabbi Meir, let's go farther in the Mishnah. In all of these cases, if he says, that I'm not eating it, mutter. It's mutter. However, we have a problem. We learned in the Mishnah, La Karban Lo Ochalach, Remeir Oser. Remeir says that if you use the term Lo Ochalach, then I'm not going to eat it, then it does work. In other words, the Nedr does work. So that Brisa, it's very nice that the first part fits, but the second part doesn't. Rabbi Abba, Rabbi Abba, Rabbi Abba explains that it's Nasa Ka'omer La Karban Yehei. It's as if he said La Karban Yehei, and therefore the term Lo Ochalach is Lefikach. In other words, we're missing a lot of words over here, but when he says we understand what he meant to say is this should be like a carbon and therefore I'm not eating it. But that doesn't, it's not consistent with the, with the, with the b'risa. Mar says, Lokasha, had amar lo imra, leave out the lamid, that's the way the Bach does it, lo imra, had amar la imra. In other words, we're getting very technical on how it was said. If he said lo imra, then in such a case, it's not like the imra, and the net doesn't work. If he said li imra, that's where he's actually comparing it to the sheep, and the neder will work. In other words, so there's a very, very distinct difference between the lo imra and la imra. Again, the, there seems to be some lack of clarity in terms of what the Gemara meant to say here. That's why it says, lo li imra, had amr li imra. It doesn't really make sense to say that because it's adding in a whole word. So therefore, the Gemara gets in this nuanced difference, which is lo imra. In other words, you could, it could sound like li imra, which is lo imra. And the other way of understanding it is li imra. Now, if you look in both the Ran and the Rush and Tosfis, they all bring down that it's, that it's possible that what the Gemara meant to say is that it just depends which Nikudas you're using. Is it Li-Imra or La-Imra? But again, there's a lack of clarity in how it works, but the bottom line is that there's a difference. There's a difference between the Bryce and the Mishnah, whether he, whether he said Lo-Imra or he said La-Imra or Li-Imra. All right, we'll continue with the next Mishnah. Ha'omer, Karban, Ola, Mincha, Tatas, Toda, Shlamim. He gives any example of one of these karbanos. So we know an Ola is a carbon which is completely burned. A Mincha is a meal offering. Chatas is the carbon which comes for an Avera that a person committed, Bishogeg. A Toda is a Thanksgiving carbon. Shlamim is a person just brings a carbon Shlamim. Again, a, a, he, he's Shalim with a Kadosh Baruch Hu. He wants to go bring a carbon Shlamim. Now he uses any of these examples and he says, Sha'ani ochalach. In other words, that which I am eating should be like anyone, any one of these above mentioned examples. Awesome. The nether works, and now he cannot eat that food that he is, he's, that he is associating to it. Rabbi Yehuda Matir, Rabbi Yehuda says it's mutter. Now ha-karbon, kick-karbon, karbon. He uses any one, any one of those terms, which are ha-karbon, kick-karbon, karbon. In other words, he, he's associating meat, which is mutter, with a carbon, with a sacrifice. Halach is sheochalach. If he says sheochalach, it's going to be aser. La carbon lo ochalach. If he says la carbon to a carbon lo ochalach, I will not eat it. Remeir oser. Remeir says it's aser. 
The Gemara says, Katani, skip the first word after that, which is Karban, because it's not what it says. So therefore, skip the first word. The Bach takes out the first word, Karban. Katani, we learned in the Mishnah, Ha-Karban, Ke-Karban. We learned, Ha-Karban, Ke-Karban, She-Ochalach, that I will eat, Aser. So, Stama Tanak Rabbi Meir. The Stam Mishnah learns like Rabbi Meir, he doesn't make a difference between whether you said imra or Imra. In other words, he does not distinguish between the specific language of imra or Imra. Gemara says, if it's going to be a Rimeir, who is the Tana of this Mishnah, but it says, is going to be awesome. If a person uses that term, that the foodies, that the foodie is talking about, that he plans to eat, should be ha-karbon, then it's going to be also the nether is going to work. But Tanya, the problem is, we learn in the Brisa, modim chachamim rabbi Yehuda, chachamim agreed to rabbi Yehuda, ba'omar ha-karbon, v'ha-ola, v'ha-mincha, v'ha-chatas, sh'ochalach sh'mutter, sh'lo-nader zeh, elo-chai karbon. The problem is, we have a clear, it says very clearly that when a person uses those terms of ha-karbon, or ola, ha-mincha, chatas all he's saying is that what I'm eating should be like the life of a carbon, which is not a valid expression of a nether. So we see that it doesn't work. So how are we going to make this remeyer? Where it says, Lokasha, there's no kasha. Ha amar ha carbon. One of them is talking about when he said ha carbon. Ha amar ha carbon. And the other ones where he said ha carbon. If you look at the Ran, Lokasha ha amar ha carbon, ha amar ha carbon. Kalamar, the chi amar ha karbon, when he says ha karbon, hai lahavi ka karbon, karmar. This one should be like a karbon. It's different than saying ha karbon, that this is a karbon, which is not a valid expression of a nether, because it is, because again, that's just like saying that this should be like the life of the karbon. Okay. My timer, the Gemara explains, my timer was the reason, he's simply just saying it is Katani We learned in the Mishnah that if a person says, Rameir says it's a valid nether. The problem is, we learned earlier that Rameir is the one who says that we have, he goes, with the concept of the of the nether of Ketanai This was Shabbos' daf, where according to Rabbi Meir, you have to say everything. You have to be explicit about every aspect of, of whatever your expression is, whether it's a nether or it's a tanai. You have to go ahead and express both sides. We don't make inferences. We're not going to go ahead and hear your words and say, if you said this, then you meant that. The problem over here is, when it says... Katani la karban lo ochalach. In other words, what I will not eat will be la karban. If you, again, if you look at the Mefarish and Rashi, which means aval sheochalach, what I will eat, havik a karban. In other words, you have to stretch his words. When he says lo ochalach, what I am not eating, so then you have to go ahead and interpret his words to say what I am eating, sheochalach. Havika carbon will be like a carbon. Now, why is it the Rameir says that that's a valid expression of a nether? Rameir does not hold Michlalav at the Rameir does not 
use the inference of saying what what I said no about is no, what I, but, but the opposite of that's going to be true. In other words, what I will not eat will be like a carbon, but what I will, what I will eat. In other words, you have to go ahead and, and pull that out of out of the of what he left out of his words. Rabbi Abba, Rabbi Abba explains, and we, we've used this before as well. It's as if the person said, In other words, even though, this is a little bit of a difficult thing to understand, because the logic of Rabbi Meir is that you have to express exactly what you're thinking. So if you only say the no, then we're not going to pull the yes out of your words. So in other words, if a person says, I'm not going to walk on the other side of the street, we don't automatically say, well, that means he will walk on this side of the street. Because what you said is what you said, what you didn't say is what you didn't say. The concept of Rabbi Abba is that sometimes an expression that a person says includes what he means to say. So when a person adds in the word karbat and he says lo ochalach, what he means to say is he just was missing part of his statement and therefore nasek omar. It's as if he said la karbon gehei, this piece of meat should be like a karbon, lefikach lo ochalach, and therefore I'm not going to eat it. We'll continue with the next Mishnah. Omer lechavero. A person says to his friend, Konem, konam, which is an expression of a vow, in other words, I'm making a vow on my mouth not to talk to you. Yadai osa imcha, my hands from doing anything with you. In other words, I'm not going to do business with you, I'm not going to work with you. Ragli mahalachas imcha. He makes an edder of either konem pimedaber imcha, a neder on my mouth to speak to you, or my hands to do work with you, or my feet to walk with you, says the Mishnah, Aser. That's a valid expression of a neder, and therefore the person would not be able to speak to the other person, you would not be able to do business with the other person, and you would not be able to walk with the person. The Gemara asks, Veraminu, this is a stira. Why? Because we learned, and this goes back to the very first Amr of Masechus Nadarim, that there's a difference between a neder and a shvua. And part of the differences, part of the differences are that we have certain stringencies that apply to nedarim that don't apply to shvuos, and we have certain stringencies that apply to shvuos that don't apply to nedarim. Chomer b'shvuos mi b'nedarim. A shvua is more chomer than a neder. U'b'nedarim mi shvuos. And there are some stringencies on nedarim than shvuos. What's an example? Chomer b'nedarim. A neder is more chamor, is more str- stringent. Shanadarim chalam ala mitzvah kirbirashus. A neder is chal. A neder can ultimately take effect on a mitzvah like a rishus. A person can make a neder that he won't fulfill a mitzvah. Mashain came a shvuah. A shvuah cannot work that way. Why? Because the mechanics of a, of a, of a neder, if you look at Rashi in the Mefarish, so he actually says it later on Davashim Mamish. What but but remember a when it comes to a neder different than a shvua, if you turn back to the, to the very first Amud, 
Nedarim is the mitzar cheftza. A neder is when a person asers an object upon himself. A person forbids the object upon himself. A shvua is where a person when a person asers himself upon that chefza. So now when it comes to a neder, since he's talking about the object, a person can't aser himself from going into a sukkah, because he's not talking about himself. When it comes to a shvuah, a person cannot take a shvuah, cannot take an oath upon himself, not to fulfill a mitzvah, because he's already mushpah v'omed, his, his nefesh, his soul, is already committed to kiyama mitzvos, and therefore, a neder cannot go ahead and un- sorry, a shvua cannot go ahead and undo that. So chomer benedarim shenedarim chalam ala mitzvahs kaberushos. A neder is chalam a mitzvah. It takes effect on a mitzvah, just like a rishus, like any other any other voluntary item. Mashenkei b'shvuos, a shvua cannot work on a mitzvah. B'chomer b'shvuos, there is a stringency by shvuos. Shashvuos chalos al davar shem b'mamish. A shvua can be chal on a davar shem b'mamish on something which doesn't have. And he, it's not tangible. Vishaybo mamish. Sorry. Alzavar sheyesh mamish is something which is tangible. Vishaybo mamish is something which is not tangible. Mashayin came in a darim, unlike a neder. In other words, a person can take a shvua that he won't go to sleep. Even though sleep is not something which is tangible, but the shvua is on himself. A person cannot take a neder that he won't go to sleep because you can't take a, have a neder take effect on a davar sheyesh mamish or something which is not tangible. What's the problem? The problem is, in these cases, we're talking about talking. Is speech a davr sheish mamish? No. So how could a person take a neder, konim pi, medaber imcha? That I'm not going to speak with you. So Amr Rabbi Yehuda, Yehuda says, Ba'omer ye aser pi lidiburi. He's, he's, in other words, what he means to say when it comes to a neder is, he's ostering his mouth, his physical mouth, from speaking. Yodai lemaseyeh. My hand to the work. Ragli lihiluchan. So it becomes a davar sheyesh mamish. His mouth exists. His hands exist. His feet exist. And therefore the nether can take effect on his mouth. Mara says, Dekanami, it actually makes sense that that's what it's talking about, the Katani, where it says in the Mishnah, P, Medabarimcha, my mouth. The Mishnah was careful to express that it was talking about the mouth, not simply to talk about the speech. Below Katani, Sha'ani, Medabarimcha. It doesn't say, that I am going to speak with you. So it's very clear that's talking about his mouth. Hadron Allah called Kinuye. With this, we conclude the first parak. I'll just share with you, Mr. Shem will still start the next Mishnah today, but I saw in the, in the Sefer Chashuk Yechemed, it's a fascinating Sefer for Zilberstein, where he takes sometimes what you would assume to be a very dry Yamad of Gemara, and he finds some very fascinating uh, discussions. So he has a very long discussion over here. On the, so we said that a person, when, a difference between a neder and a shvua is whether a person can apply it to a dvar mitzvah. So we know that a neder, just said a neder, can be applied to a dvar mitzvah. And therefore, if the person says he's taking a neder not to eat in the sukkah, so he has to be matur neder. And if he's not matur neder, he violates the, the, the isr of lo yachal dvaro. Because he, again, he took a neder, and therefore the nether was chal, the nether took effect, and he would be in violation of his nether if he eats in the sukkah. But not so with the shvuah, when it comes to a shvuah, a person cannot take a shvuah about a dvar mitzvah, because a person's, a person's whole essence is already, it, it's already meshubad, it's already committed to kiyam mitzvos, 
And therefore, a person cannot take a, a Shavua not to fulfill a mitzvah. So he asks a question. What happens if a person takes a Shavua, he uses the Lashon of a Shavua not to fulfill a mitzvah, but it's a specific mitzvah which is not relevant to him at this point in time. The example is benching. A person does not have a standing chiyuv, does not have a standing obligation to say Birkas HaMazon. You only have a chiyuv to say Birkas HaMazon if you eat bread. If you'll never eat bread in your life, you'll never be obligated to say Birkas HaMazon. So this is unlike the mitzvah of sukkah or achilas matzah, where it's not relevant every day of the year. I don't have a mitzvah today to eat in the sukkah, but I do have a mitzvah today that if it was sukkah, I would eat in the sukkah. In other words, it happens to be on the, um, I'm standing on the wrong calendar day to fulfill the mitzvah of sukkah, or the, to fulfill the mitzvah of lulav, or to fulfill the mitzvah of achilas matzah, but it's just as relevant today as it is on the day of sukkah. However, a person could completely absolve themselves from the mitzvah of Birkas HaMazon by never eating bread. So what happens if a person takes a Shavua not to say Birkas HaMazon? Or what happens if a person takes a Shavua not to put tzitzis on his baguette? Again, we know that a person technically is never obligated to wear a pair of tzitzis. If you wear a baguette shadal kanfos, if you wear a baguette that has four corners, you have to put on tzitzis. Now the way the Torah writes this, and it's brought down in Shulchan Aruch, is that it's tov and nachon, that a person should be mahader, to always get himself a pair of tzitzis, and that's how we're knowing, a person should always put on a pair of tzitzis every single day, and should wear them as long as possible. It's, it's tov and nachon. It's not only the proper thing to do, it's a good thing to do. But again, a person technically can absolve themselves from the mitzvah of wearing tzitzis by never buying a baggage to Dalakamphos. He goes on, he has a very a lengthy discussion. He brings a raya from an interesting halacha in Shulchan Arach. In Shulchan Arach, in Choshim Mishpat, Simen Ayn Gimel Sephei, the Mechaber quotes the, the Rosh, where he says, Ruvein Nishpa, Shalo Limkar Mishalo Lefroa Shumchov. A person takes upon himself a Shvua, I'm never going to sell any of my assets to pay back any loans that I owe. Miachar Kach Nishpa. He takes a shvua about paying Shimon back for a certain period of time. When the time period comes, he says he has no money. So the, in the Shulchan Aruch says as follows. Again, what's the case? A person takes a shvua not to sell any of his assets to pay back loans that he owes. What's the halacha? If he already owes money at that point in time, then the shvua doesn't work. Why? Because it's too late. You owe the money. If his shvua happened before Shimon's loan was initiated, nimtzas hashnia. Shua Shav, the second one of the Shua Shav, Umakin Allah Makas Mardis, Vimitoch Ema Samakas Yicharet, Vimsa Pesach Shua Rishona, Yetirulov Yimka Vikam Shua Shnia. In other words, the bottom line is the Shua will take effect if he made the Shua before he borrowed the money. So this seems to be a very similar case. A person takes the Shua not to sell his assets 
in order to pay back the loan that he owes, if he took the shvur before he borrowed the money, so then the shvur works, because he doesn't owe the money yet. But if he took the shvur after he borrowed the money, what right do you have to take that shvur? You already have a mitzvah to pay back. So we see clearly that a person's shvur can take effect before he finds himself within the realm of that obligation. He goes on with a lot of, a lot of proof back and forth, and he gives a number of different examples. He writes at the end, He says it's not going to work. He has a number of examples, but the bottom line is, part of it has to do with the fact that a person really can't absolve themselves unless they're an ones from Birkas HaMazon, because on Shabbos he has a, a mitzvah to eat bread, on Yom Tov he has a mitzvah to eat bread, a number of other times, on Sukkot, on Pesach a person has a chiv to, to eat bread, and therefore it's not really reasonable for a person to be able to say he's never going to have a chiv Birkas HaMazon, and therefore, he com- it's, it, 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 in other words, the logic just won't work out. But technically it seems like from its raw logic, if you can avoid ever having to, having to fulfill a mitzvah, you could take a shvua not to do it. It's not recommended, but again, an interesting, interesting discussion about how this works. Let's start the next parak. Ve'elu mutarin. The Mishnah says the following terminology is not going to work to be able to accomplish a nether. Chulen she'ochalach. person says, what I will eat will be chulen. Kibisar chazir. Like the basar of a chazir. Kavodas kachavim, like avodazara. Ka'oros levuvin. Like the skins of levuvin. We'll describe what this is soon. Kinevelos, like a nevela, vetrefos, and a trefa, kishkotzim, veramasim, like creepy crawly things, which are aser. Kichalas arnu kachumaso, like the chal of arnu and kachuma, all those different terminologies are not good expressions of a nether. Haomer leishto, a person says to his wife, Harei atalai keima, you are to me like my mother. Whatever that means to you, you are to me like my mother. We open up a Pesach from another place. What does this mean? When a person comes to be Matir Neder, the halacha is, a person, the first thing a Basin will say to somebody when they want to undo, they want to null a vow, what we say to them is, is there something about the vow that you didn't understand when you made the nether? That's a Pesach. In other words, a person says, I took upon myself the following nether, I did not realize the extent that this nether was going to affect my life. That's, that's considered a Pesach, but not a Pesach Mimokamacher. Pesach Mimokamacher is if there's other external circumstances that affect your Shavuot. We're going to see the reason why he has to do this. If you look, if you look in the Ran at the bottom, four lines from the bottom. So again, just to understand what a person says, that his wife should be like his mother, what he means to say is just like he is forbidden upon his mother, his wife will be forbidden upon him. So that, that's what he means to say. Now look, the Ran says, the dafka, it's three lines from the bottom, there's a period right before that. Only when it comes to a person making this nether for his wife, does he need to have this opening to his nether. Why darko People sometimes get upset at their wives. Present company excluded, obviously. But sometimes people get upset at their wives 
when they get upset at their wives during a fit of, of rage, of anger, they say, you know something? Forget it. You should be also like me, on me like my mother. Now, the Ishara slave below Pesach, if we're going to allow the person to go ahead and become back mutter to his wife without having some type of Pesach, some type of excuse for it, also the mystery Nami. If he's going to use a different expression, he'll say, ah, you know what? Chazal, I'm not really worried about Nadarim that people make between their wives and themselves. Because it was just, I was angry, I didn't really mean it. When I calmed down, when I got a hold of myself, I shouldn't have said it in the first place. So therefore, a person's going to go ahead and then just be matir, a real nether that he has to his wife, without any Pesach. So therefore, even though in this case, it's not a real expression of an nether, if a person says to his wife, you should be like my mother, but it seems like it's fairly common enough that people get upset at their wives and they say things to their wives without thinking and they make nidarim that their wife should be ushered to them, we have to be very careful about just letting it go. We have to make sure that if a person's going to express that his wife should be ushered to him, even if the specific language that he used, which is, you should be like my mother, which is not a valid expression of a nether, still we require some form of hatara over here to annul the vow because otherwise he might actually use a real expression of a nether, and then he'll say, you know what, I calmed down, I didn't really mean it, and it's fine. You know what, forget the nether. In that, in that case, it's really a nether. Now, let's go back to what these cases are. Chulin shochach is chulin. Chulin means any, any type of chulin which is permissible. Kibsar chazir. Kibsar chazir is obviously chazir. It's asr. It's asr to be eaten. Now, the Mishnah is going in a progression of different levels of isr. If you look at the Ran, you have komini isurin katani, isurin bachila, kibsar chazir. Kibsar chazir, mira bachazir, is forbidden to be eaten. We have cases of Isuriana, which is not just an Isser to eat it, it's an Isser to benefit from it. And then we have other cases which are which is actually it was a service of Odazara, which is Oros Levuvin. What are, what are Oros Levuvin? So, hate to ruin your appetite early in the morning. If you look at Rashi, at the Ran, he explains. Part of the service of Odazara is they would make a hole in the area of the animal where the heart is, and they would rip out the heart while it was still alive. So that was a service of Avodazara. So this is not just Avodazara, which is Asr Bahana, but it's such bad Avodazara that you can't even remove that Avodazara from it. In other words, it sticks forever and it's, it's, it's not replaceable. So that's called She'ein Lehem Batala. And then we go on to cases where there's Tumas Nevela and there's also cases at the end of Shkats Nevaramasim where it is Chamura uh, even Bichadasha. It becomes Tame with such, such a small amount. So there's a progression of Isra over here from all the way permissible like... like um, Chulin, and then going to Yisuri Hana, Yisuri Hana of Adazar, which is not replaceable, which is not fixable, and then going on to all types of Tumah. All of these are not valid expressions of a neder. The only case which is, which requires a Hatara, what was where a person says to his wife, Hare Atalai Ke'ima, you are to me like my wife. In such a case, posting lo Pesach Mokamacher, person needs to ultimately annul, he has to 
nullify that vow. Why? Because these things happen occasionally where a person will express that. And if we're not going to make him be matineder, he's not, we don't want him to come accustomed to being uh, very lenient with this and not taking this seriously. And therefore, he has to have a hatara. We'll stop here. We'll continue tomorrow, Mitzvah Shem, with the Gemara. Have a wonderful day.